You're listening to the Jewel Diamond Taylor Stay in the Light podcast. I know I was born to grow your mind. And one day you're going to thank yourself for not giving up. Be encouraged. Enjoy this podcast. Stay in the light and be sure to share this with your circle of influence. So, uh, Mika, I am so glad to be with you this morning. Uh, It is such a pleasure to reconnect with you. And as you told me at your wonderful, beautiful brunch, that we have a history. Tell me about that because it's been so many years of interacting (laughs) with women that sometimes I don't always remember every single interaction, but I'm really curious to know what was our earlier uh, connection? Well, our earlier connection, I think was probably around 2008, um, a lot of disconnect and discord with my own personality, my own um, comfort level as a person, as a woman, and just couldn't really identify with purpose. And I just remember coming across, I can't remember how I came across your page, but I saw all of these like scriptures and um just uh, things, manifestations. So I downloaded the entire booklet. (laughs) (laughs) And um, when I downloaded the book, I was reading them and it inspired me and provoked me to contact you. And I reached out to you. And when I reached out to you, I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, I wonder if she's going to respond, you know, thinking to myself, like, she's all over the internet. I'm sure she gets a a lot of people reaching out to her. So when I reached out to you, I think I was telling you, like, how and the problems that I was having. And the problems I was having is, I think I had just purchased my home. And I was in school. I was working as an RN at the time. I was telling you like, oh, I'm involved with this guy and um, he doesn't know how to love me. Mm. And I said, I want to, I want to teach him how to love me. And you were like, girl, you're not his mama. You don't don't have to teach anybody how to love you. You, And you, you kind of told me that Sometimes you have to teach people or show people how to treat you like in, in order to command your respect, but you can't teach somebody how to love you. That, that's mm-hmm. something they should come with. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh my gosh. And at the time, I think I was about maybe 32, 33, somewhere in that area. And so I just was like, oh my gosh. And I told you I was in school, you know, and I was trying to finish my degree. And you were telling me like, those are the important things. The best investment is an investment in yourself. And you Mm. told me to go in. So those were our earlier encounters. And then I remember you called me to check on me a couple of times. And then you asked me if you could record the session. And I told you, (laughs) yes. So I was just like, when I told you about that, when when you were here, I was hoping that you could find it. But last night when you sent me the, the invitation, Right. I said, oh, I think I did share some emails or something with her. Oh. So that's how I was able to find the emails and like the dates when we um, when we were talking over the phone. So that was 2008. Yeah, 2008. And then I think I had another session with you like 2010 or something oh. like that. 
And so here now we are in the age of technology and Zooming and virtual and pandemic. And I ask you again, <laughs> can I record your conversation? Yes, yes. And the reason I did, uh, Shamika, is because a lot of people don't understand the value of seeking out mentoring, having coaching. And I've been doing it for so long before they even came up the word life coach. You know, some people get confused or feel stigmatized if you say counseling, but really the overarching word is just guidance. I think we all need some guidance. And I was so grateful uh, that the Holy Spirit moved me to say yes when you said, would you come to your home? Uh, in spite of the pandemic, you know, the, the, the curve is flattening and you had a, you said, I'm going to have a small group. We're going to be outside. It's like, you know what? This would be my first time actually saying yes to a speaking engagement. And I was looking forward to it because I haven't done any for a year. You, your hospitality, your home, your guests, your presentation, um, the music, the food, everything was just first class, so elegant. And I just thank you for for the invitation and to know the seeds that I'm planting, I get to see the harvest. Mm-hmm. And that is so amazing to a teacher that you are able to see that someone held on and someone fertilized the seed that you gave them. Of course, I give God all the glory, but I'm also thankful to God for using me because so often you wonder if people are reading the books, if they're going over their notes, if they're seeking guidance. And it doesn't have to be me. Just I just want people to know that we're all trying to figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. You know, relationships, finances, our purpose, how to trust God in the midst of a storm, mm-hmm. you know, parenting, which is so difficult and challenging and rewarding, all of that. And then on top of that, now we got this pandemic. And people are besieged with fear and stress and loss and grief and sorrow. We don't all, we're not all in the same boat, but we are all being affected on some level. Mm -hmm. So I was just so grateful. As I said, I I keep repeating myself. Yay, God, thank you for using (laughs) me. And yay, God, that I'm able to reconnect with a sweet sister like you. And I know you have an amazing purpose. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing now. Right now, I just graduated with my master's degree um, for a nurse practitioner. And um, my goal is, is to open my own clinic, you know, to try and help out, help in inner communities, you know, um, for our own people. And it's important to me um, to try and take that role. Um, So that's what I'm doing now. But Earlier this year, I, um, you know how every time you have like a a new year, you feel the new beginning kind of feeling and a new Mm -hmm. energy. I was just thinking and I was telling my husband, I said, gosh, I was like, um, because it kept asking me, what's your new year's resolution? And I kept going like nothing came to mind, you know, Mm -hmm. and nothing at all. So I was in the shower and then I had a thought of. I want to do something this year to help somebody else. Like every month I wanted to give back or do something to help others. Like, because sometimes people just want to feel thought about, thought of, you know? And so I I told him, I said, I want to do something, whether it's to pay somebody's bill or give them a gift or, you know, just to try and say like, oh my gosh, you were thought about, you know, and sometimes that makes people feel better, you know? And I just was thinking like with the pandemic, it really... 
I don't know, it just brought a lot of depression. I just, I don't know, just me talking to so many people, it just brought down a lot of depression on people. Mm -hmm. So I just felt inspired to be, to allow myself to be used as a tool to do something worth noting, you know? So Mm -hmm. that's what I'm doing now. Um, Well, you know, you did that with your beautiful brunch. You know, you didn't charge people. You gave them first class hospitality. You know, I've I've gone to so many events and the, the presentation that you made, the speakers that you had, the entertainment, the food, people would have to pay for that. So you need to know, honey, you did give, you did make a difference. I'm, I'm sure people walked away with a sense of hope. I, I know I walked away with some networking. I made some new connections, you know, and as you said, at this particular time in history, people are depressed. People are feeling disconnected. And you created such a beautiful setting where people could say, okay, even though we're wearing our masks, Mm -hmm. we had a chance to dress up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We had a chance, you know, to sit by your beautiful pool and, and, and feel, feel the sisterhood. Uh, There will be women who got a chance to cry, got a chance to worship the Lord, got a chance to be motivated, inspired and educated about mental health. And I think you just really, you brought it all together. So know that you are already doing it. And, you know, as I'm talking to you right now, Shamika, I'm realizing that is the same impulse that I had 35 Mm -hmm. years ago. Like, Lord, okay, I've done the corporate job. This is not it. This cannot be my destiny. I don't know what it is, God, but I'm going to step out on faith and I'm just going to start doing things. And I started in my home and then I started in local organizations. And then it's like, God just kept opening up one door after another. As I walk, I know now I was walking by faith. I didn't know where I was going, but I knew that my heart said, I've got to serve. I didn't know how that was going to look. So just know with me that this spiritual curiosity that you have to serve and to be a vessel for God, to be a healer beyond your your formal education, beyond any titles, just your humanity. Mm-hmm. is amazing. And I know that somebody listening to this podcast is going to say, yeah, that's me too. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to look. I don't know what I want to do, but something in me says I've got to get out there and touch other people's lives. Does that make any sense to you? Yes, it does. And it's um, and to me, it's important, you know, because I've learned like over the years that you can be around so many people, but People won't remember just you being a person or like, I know that person. People always walk away remembering how you made them feel or what what they took away from you. You know what I mean? And so I haven't always known that, but, you know, I've, like I said, over the years, I've learned that, you know, and it's important. And I just believe that energy is so real and people discount what energy is. It's so real. You can feel the energy of a person when they walk through your door, whether it's negative energy, positive Mm -hmm. energy, some energy you're connected to. And I just always want to bring about that good feeling in people. You know what I mean? And so I think it's important. And I feel like that's what you brought to me when I was seeking guidance, when I was seeking some, some knowledge and I was thirsty for like love and felt like, you know, like how to love myself. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, um, 
when you're trying to connect with yourself on so many different levels as a woman, just as a woman, right? So many different emotions, so many different needs, so many different wants, and you don't know how to complete those things for yourself, you know? Sometimes you need somebody to evoke that thought, you know? And I think for me, you know, when I spoke to you, you evoke thought in me, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it was like, okay, so I, I see which direction I need to go. I see what I need to let go. I need I see what I need to what I need to do for myself, investing in myself, you know. And a lot of people thinking like, oh, when you're investing in yourself, it does like you're saying, it doesn't mean like just all of the education, the all of those things. Investing in yourself is spiritually, emotionally, yeah. financially. It's just it comes with a whole package, you know. And I just know for me, like thinking to myself when it was always taboo for me too, like to like, oh, counseling. Ooh, <laughs> I'm gonna go sit and talk to somebody about my yes. issues, my problems. It was so taboo, and especially in like the African American community. But I just remember talking to one of my aunts one day and she told me, she said, girl, she said, you better go get counseling and sit on somebody's couch. Grandma don't always know best. Mama don't always know best. Sometimes you need somebody that is not connected to the situation. You know, not- our grandmothers used to sit on the front porch and mm-hmm. talk to us. Mm-hmm. Grandmother now lives far away or grandmother, right. still, you know, grandmother's really, really young and right. she's still trying to figure out life. Right. But what I think about is, a lot of times people say, well, Jewel, how do you see yourself? And I said, you know what? I feel like a present day Harriet Tubman. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, God, you showed me my way. God, you helped me get through and maneuver through and navigate through some chains and some slavery thoughts. And when I say slavery thoughts, I mean thoughts that had me in prison, thoughts that had me thinking limitation, mm-hmm. thoughts that make me feel like this is all I can do. And once I got off my mental plantation, Mm -hmm. oh God, hey, it's like, you got to go back and you got to help others to realize you don't have to stay stuck in that job or stuck in that relationship or stuck in that depression or stuck in that grave, in that grief, because that is a form of slavery. God has so much more for us to experience, but You know, Harriet Tubman didn't just get herself free. She said, I'm going to go back. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back and I'm going to help somebody. And so that's where I see that my role is, is that the joy that I have, the peace that I have, the understanding that I have, the faith that surpasses my human understanding that I have, I didn't always have that. I didn't always have that. That has been cultivated through pain through joy, through loss, through study, through surrendering, through prayer, through traveling, through meditation, through serving others. And this this journey is not about Jewel Diamond Taylor. It's about the Shamikas of the world. It's about the Shamikas. And so I'm passing the baton to you. And I'm saying, honey, go get those women. Go get them and tell them, honey, you don't have to stay there. There's so much more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what you are sensing is that you are you are receiving your calling. Yeah. And it doesn't always come very clear to us what it's going to look like or how we're going to do it. But that restlessness, that sense of 
I'm not sure, but I'm feeling this way. I don't know how to phrase it. I don't know what to call it. But you know that there's that the Holy Spirit, the universe, the law, whatever you want to call it, the creator, the vibration is pulling you towards some light, pulling you towards serving beyond your needs, serving beyond what what Shamika wants. Because as we help other people get to the other side, guess what? We're on the other side, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that is so, so very true. Um you know, I have like been having like a lot of like restlessness, like, mm-hmm. and that's the only way I can explain it, like waking up in the middle of the night and, yes. you know, and, um, but I, I just feel like there is some purpose that I'm supposed to be doing, you know, and I just want to say that through counseling, you know, like my aunt told me the counseling, although people look down upon it, at least you'll be mentally healthy. And exactly. that's that is the purpose of counseling to make you mentally healthy so you can be able to receive that spiritual gift. So you can be able to receive what's ready for you out there. So you can be able to receive that strong emotional uh, vibration that is out there because sometimes we don't understand things when we're not mentally healthy. So having that mental health is so important you know, that self-care that you guys were talking about, that Mm -hmm. is important to take time to care for yourself, you know, and when you're caring for yourself, you can care for others. I have a 92-year-old grandmother that is vulnerable, like so vulnerable to some of her children, you know, and so the last time I tried to help, I failed miserably, and um, I just remember paying all these attorney fees and it just really took a toll on my personal life. So this time I went in, I prayed about it. I went in and acted as my own attorney <laughs> and I won the case. Wow. <laughs> it was just this past month and I won the case. And I was just like, everything is in God's timing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I just, I feel like, I'm protecting her. I feel vindicated in what I know was right. You know what I mean? And and so I just feel like I kept going, oh gosh, this is taking so much of my time. My shoulders was heavy. I just felt, but then I just, one day I was walking through the house and I was found myself mentally complaining about it. But then I thought to myself, Stop complaining. Heavy is the head that wear the crown. These same gifts that were given to you, you need to be helping somebody else. Exactly. So I just stopped complaining. I was just like, okay, God, like, help me know what to write on this paper. Help me, like, how, I, how am I going to file it? Where, where am I going to go? And all the answers were given to me. And That's wonderful that you were an advocate for her. Amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. victory. Thank you, God. Yeah. Well, you know, when you talk about mental health, uh, and I know I don't want to hold you up. I think we're in a time where we have more voices in our head mm-hmm. than previous generations. We've got social media. Mm-hmm. We've got news. We've got Zoom. We've got YouTube. We've got everybody's got a phone. Everybody has access to us and we have access to people. And if we don't learn how to clear out the clutter and figure out what is the voice we should be listening to, what is um, the platform we should be speaking on? Who should we be connecting with? If we don't figure that out, it could be very overwhelming and confusing. 
Yes. You know, this is this is this is the interesting age that we're living in. And then with people being um, shut down from the pandemic and listening to more news and on social media more than ever and working from home um, and seeing other people living, dying, prospering, uh, experiencing injustice, experiencing elections, experiencing sickness, experiencing COVID-19, turning the channel, going from platform to platform. We have to got to protect our mental health because it could be very dangerous for us to constantly expose our spirit, our eyes, our ears to so much information that we like shut down, mm-hmm. you know? And so this mental health thing is very, very important. It doesn't mean that we are necessarily means that we're crazy, but sometimes it's just, we're confused. Who should I be listening to? What should I be doing? Am I comparing myself to other people? Am I competing? Am I running? Am I procrastinating? Am I perpetrating? Do I have the right people in my life? Mm-hmm. And then to know the churches are, are have been closed, people have to find their relationship with God. Mm. And that can be a challenge for a lot of people too. So this this is a, a wonderful conversation. We could go on and on mm-hmm. and on. Mm-hmm. And I thank you so much for taking time to share with my uh, podcast community. I thank you. And I hope, Shamika, that you know, you'll know you just say, you know what? I need to continue some coaching and counseling with the self-esteem doctor, Jewel Diamond-Taylor, because I am available to you, honey. And mm-hmm. I love your spirit. I love your energy. And I love how you're being pulled into a direction of service and humanity and compassion. I see it all over you and anything I can do uh, to be of service. Um, just know that I'm available. Thank you for being available. I really appreciate it. And I enjoy speaking with you as well. And I look forward to seeing more of your podcasts and your newsletters. And I thank you for allowing God to also use you and use your voice and your leadership Mm -hmm. and guidance to women. It's Mm -hmm. important because my husband did say women of today are changing. My son and I had the conversation last night and he just was saying how social media has brought a lot of change to Mm -hmm. women you know, how they're, how they are and what they're perceived to be, you know? Yes. But I thank God that there are people like you that can bring about change and say, no, honey, this is not it. Invest in yourself, love yourself, give self care, you Mm -hmm. know? And sometimes people need that other guidance and leadership and they don't know how to get it. And that's what I think is happening. Right. What were some of the comments from your guests after leaving your your beautiful brunch? Did they share what they received? Yes, I've spoken with so many people that were there. Like, you know, some people I had met for the first time um, because my girlfriend and I gave it together. Mm-hmm. But I know for the begin from the beginning, when the first two gospel songs were saying, they said that they had that was something that cleansed and set the tone for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. They, I've heard from so many people about, um, because remember you passed around the, the cup, the coffee mm-hmm. cup. We're mm-hmm. saying like, oh, okay, so choose what you want. So people were putting them back going, oh, I haven't had childhood trauma or, oh, this doesn't, I said, just pull one, you know? So people then start saying like, those were great topics that you had 
that you brought about. And again, you evoke thought. You evoke thought a lot in a lot of people about the things that were shared. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the young woman that spoke last, I don't think you stayed for her, the bulletproof presentation that she had. She was shot five times. Oh my goodness. No, yeah. I missed that. Yeah, she was shot five times and and she was telling us how she her ministry now is called Bulletproof. You know, she said that she died. And she, when she um, was brought back, she was saying how God uses her, you know, and to be a speaker. And she's a woman. I think she was sitting at my table. Was she yes. sitting? I, yes. Okay. I heard the beginning, but I didn't hear the conclusion. Yeah. yeah. So she had an interesting story. So people could relate to being um, filled, you know, like needing a purpose. So that's what the delivery that more so that I had, like delivering them from things that they had on their shoulders that day mm-hmm. and feeling like they had a much greater purpose. And so people were saying since they were locked down in the pandemic, how churches were closed and yeah. how they didn't have an outlet. And then they were able to hear something that they hadn't heard for almost nearly a year and a half mm. that reached them, you know, and I felt like my deed was done, just feeling like if you touch one person, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and that's my thing. It's just like, I just, after, after hearing that, I just told God, I hope that I was able to put a smile on your face at some point in all the years I've been here, just one, one little smile to say daughter, well done would mean so much to mean so much to me, you know? And that's why me connecting with you has been so heartwarming because that is how I felt like I touched somebody, God, and here you're giving me the evidence. You you actually had the person tell me how many was that 12, 13 years ago mm-hmm. that you you did the you did the work, Jewel. You planted the seed, Jewel. Mm-hmm. You did the work and you weren't caught up on what happened or what she doing. It's like you just kept moving, you kept teaching, you kept serving, and you're gonna have the same experience, Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Of God letting you know that the work that you're doing, the sacrifice that you're making, hallelujah, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. It's going to be just enough to keep you going because you will have moments of being discouraged. You will have moments of being in the, in the lion's den, swallowed up by the whale. Like, really, God? <laughs> you know, it's like I thought you wanted me to, to, to serve it's not always a beautiful thing it's not always an easy road uh, it's not always you're not going to always be celebrated you're not going to always be honored mm-hmm. but the fact that you have picked up your cross and you have picked up your assignment I celebrate you and I respect the work that you're doing and any in any way that I could be of service please know that I'm available Thank and you, give my sir. best to your husband who was such a a joy to meet and he helped out so much with the brunch. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. I will. <laughs> okay, honey, have a blessed day and I look forward to seeing you soon. Okay, take care. I bless you. Stay in the God light. God bless you too. Bye-bye.